the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The fire of your coming, the glory of your presence, will shake the earth and every heart will know. You are Messiah, Yeshua HaMashiach, Lion of Judah, the God of Israel. Shalom and welcome to the Heart of Messiah radio broadcast. My name is Steve Weiler and I'm the lead rabbi of Sharesh David Messianic Synagogues. Currently we are serving in Wesley Chapel in Tampa and Brandon in our newest location in St. Pete along with Conexion, our Spanish-speaking congregation. We're honored to serve the listening audience of Tampa Bay's Faith Talk, AM 570 and 910 WTBN. Let's pray. Avinu Malkenu, our Father, our King. We serve you, Lord. We depend on you. We love you. Lord, I pray this day that our, our love for you would not just be internal, but, Lord, you have said in your word that faith without works is dead. So I pray that we would have strong, strong faith this day, and our works would display the strength of our faith. We bless you, thank you, and honor you. In the name of Yeshua, amen and amen. Well, uh, I certainly hope that you all recovered from last week and the message that I gave uh, about really the, the trouble that we're in and that we need to speak out. And uh, I'm going to continue in that vein this week. And I'm going to start with a scripture because I believe this is part of the heart of Messiah. And it comes from the book of Esther, chapter 4, verse 13. Mordecai told them to reply to Esther with this answer. Do not think in your soul that you will escape in the king's household more than all the Jews. For if you remain silent at this time, relief and deliverance will arise for the Jews from another place. But you and your father's house will perish. Who knows whether you have attained royal status for such a time as this? Well, in some ways, we in the United States have attained a royal status. We are the number one power in the world. Um, We have led this world for the past century. And we are, um, in general, a force to be reckoned with. However, Yeshua was very clear about the importance of humility 
as he demonstrated, as we know in Philippians 2, um, it is said that he came down as a person, humbling himself to save us from our sins, but also to model the fact that humility is one of the godly attributes. Last week, I read Martin Neumiller's quote about there was no one left to speak out for him because they had all been taken. And I asked if you have spoken out, if you've done anything. You know, I don't know if many of you came to our meeting last week, but there are many things that we can do in order to speak out. But first, we have to have it deep within our spirit that we need to speak out, that there's a problem in our country that will require believers, people who believe and have the heart of Messiah, to take action. I also mentioned last week about being silent while abortions were going on, being silent about God's word and and prayer being taken out of public schools, about marriage being redefined. I want to quote to you this week from a document called the Declaration of Independence. And if you remember your history... The Declaration of Independence came because they could no longer take the tyranny that was coming from the British government, and they needed religious freedom. And so this Declaration of Independence was written, and it said, when in the course of human events it becomes necessary For one people to dissolve the political bands which have connected them with another, and to assume among the the powers of the earth the separate and equal station to which the laws of nature and of nature's God entitle them, a decent respect to the opinions of mankind requires that they should declare the causes which impelled them to the separation. We hold these truths to be self-evident, that all men are created equal, that they are endowed by their creator with certain unalienable rights, that among these are life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. So these are the rights in the Declaration of Independence that were given to us by God that are unalienable. And, And so these are the rights that we are striving for, life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. It says that we see that all men have been created equal. So we are believing that all men are created equal. But that's not something that government 
can do for us. That's something that's a fact. We're born. We all have a chance. Some of us have a greater chance in life because we have more money, let's say, or some of us have a greater chance because we come from a believing family. I mean, in that sense, none of us are equal. But what our government is promising us is that we have the right to live, to have freedom, and to pursue what we think will make us happy. And at the end of this, it says this, and for the support of this declaration, with a firm reliance on the protection of divine providence, or God, we mutually pledge to each other our lives, our fortunes, and our sacred honor. We have come to the point in our country where our liberty is being attacked. And most attacks are so subtle that we don't know it's happening until we lose everything. You know the story about the frog, right? and the hot water, that if you put a frog in boiling water, it'll die immediately. Or it'll jump out because the hot water is just way too hot. But if you put the frog in, in regular water and turn up the temperature, it definitely will die because it will not realize the temperature is getting hotter and hotter and hotter. And that's the way it is for us. So you might say, well, I'm just going to wait. Well, you can wait if you'd like. But we are struggling, and it's up to people like you and me to make a difference. That's, you know, it's, it's funny. Don't you think it's funny that we now vilify something called the Tea Party? The Tea Party came from the fact that we were being taxed without representation and we threw out the tea from the boats as a form of telling the government we're not going to take this anymore. Well, no wonder the government wants to vilify the current Tea Party because it's doing the same thing. It's saying there is taxation without representation. The whole thing about this Planned Parenthood craziness that we've gone through in the past weeks is that we are, with our tax money, supporting them. So rather than vilify them... Why don't we, the government says, we'll vilify you as taxpayers, as, as people who are people who believe in the Tea Party. We need to relook at where the heart of Messiah is. Now, I understand Messiah said to give to the government what is theirs, give to Caesar. 
But I believe also that when the government tries to take over every aspect of our life, we have to understand that we have no king but Yeshua. He is our king, and we need to follow him. So there are three things that we mentioned in this Declaration of Independence. One is to choose life, and that's something that God says in Deuteronomy 30, 19 and 20. I call the heavens and the earth to witness about you today that I've set before you life and death, the blessing and the curse. Therefore, choose life so that you and your descendants may live by loving not deny your God, listening to his voice, clinging to him. For he is your life and the length of your days that you may dwell in the land that Adonai swore to your fathers, to Abraham, to Isaac, and to Jacob to give them. Choose life. God says choose life. It's a right that God gives us. When we take God out, we no longer choose life. And then personal opinions and rights become more important than what God says and his word. We need to choose the sanctity of life because of who God is and the fact that he provides life. And so we need to be against abortion, against suicide. We need to choose uh, God. That's the choice. We have to decide that we're going to choose God rather than man. In Genesis twenty two twelve, it says, uh, then he said, uh, this is God saying, do not reach out your hand against the young man. This is Abraham and Isaac. Uh, do nothing to him at all, for now I know that you are one who fears God. You did not withhold your son, your only son from me. God chose life for Isaac, but he said, we need to fear him. We need to fear God. We have lost our fear of God. Are you allowing your children to be killed by the culture of the world? Or do you have the guts to speak out and to fear and follow God? Have you chosen life or existence? Exodus 6 verse 7 says, I will take you to myself as a people and I will be your God. You will know that I am Adonai, your God, who brought you out from under the burdens of Egyptians. So I will bring you into the land that I swore to give you, a gift to Abraham, to Isaac and to Jacob and to give it to you as an inheritance. I am Adonai. Moses spoke this way to the sons of Israel, but they did not listen to him because of their broken spirit and cruel bondage. People who don't believe in life from God don't listen to his message because they are in bondage to the world. And it is time to understand that our Declaration of Independence promised us liberty, but we have to want liberty. We have to look, the, the, the children of Israel didn't want liberty. They had to be forced into liberty. They wanted to go back to Egypt. They said, it's too hard, this liberty out here in the desert. And they would grumble and grumble and grumble and God let them walk for 40 years. But the idea was God wanted them to be in liberty. Why? To Worship God. That's why we have liberty. Look, we'll always be in bondage to something. 
we can be in bondage to other people, and that's called slavery. We can be in bondage to our own desires, and that too is slavery. Or we can be in bondage to God and his desires, and that's also slavery, in a sense. So which form of slavery are you choosing today? (laughs) Other people, your own desires, or to follow God? Liberty is the ability to follow God. Those who do not follow, they follow death. Look, I once had somebody give me this example. Picture somebody standing up on a chair. Is it easier for you, standing up on a chair, to pull somebody from the floor up or from, for them on the floor to pull you down? Well, it's obvious it's easier to pull somebody down. So we have to raise the standard and we have to say no. We refuse to be pulled down. We refuse it. Currently, we still have some liberty. What are we going to do with it? Do you know what liberty is defined as? It's the state of being free within society from oppressive restrictions imposed by authority on one's way of life, behavior, or political views. Let me read that again, please. Liberty is the state of being free within society from oppressive restrictions imposed let's by government on one's ways of life behavior or political views let us walk in liberty Our Constitution says we, the people of the United States, in order to form a more perfect union, establish justice, ensure domestic tranquility, provide for common defense, promote general welfare, and secure secure the blessings of liberty to ourselves, and secure the blessings of liberty to ourselves. In the Bill of Rights, in the preamble, it says the conventions of a number of states having at the time of their adopting the Constitution expressed a desire in order to prevent misconstruction or abuse of its powers that further declaratory and restrictive clauses should be added and as extending the ground of public confidence in the government will best ensure the beneficent ends of its institution. In other words, government will work better if we prevent them from having too much power because they will abuse power. And so amendment number one says Congress shall make no law respecting an establishment of religion or prohibiting the free exercise thereof. See, When we separate church and state, it's not separating the church from the state. It's separating the state from the church. Or abridging the freedom of speech 
or of the press or of the right of the people to peaceably assemble or to petition the government for redress of grievances. We need to trust in God more than our government. We need to depend on God more than our government. God was angry because Israel wanted a king and to be like all the other nations. Are we doing the same thing? Are we doing the very same thing? We are in such a difficult situation. Do you know that our, our, the way we are treating Israel is such another example of that? Do you realize that Jewish people have lived in Israel continuously over 3,000 years? Do you realize that 25%, one quarter of the Israeli citizens are not Jewish? Do you realize that 20%, 20% of the Israel citizens are Arab. Do you realize that? Do you, un- do you understand that the founders of Zionism were against persecution? And so the vision that they had was coexistence with the local non-Jewish populations? Theodore Herzl, the founder of modern Zionism, specifically called for integration and warned against racism in his vision of the Jewish state. Zev Jabotinsky, leader of the more nationalistic stream of Zionism, also advocated integrating the local Arab population as equals. In the years leading up to the creation of Israel, both Arabs and Jews lived in the area. They all improved the economy. When Israel was founded in 1948, its Declaration of Independence specifically called on its Arab inhabitants to participate in the upbuilding of the state of the basis of full on full and equal citizenship for Arabs and on their neighboring Arab countries to establish bonds of cooperation and mutual help for the advancement of the entire Middle East? Do you realize that in Israel, Arabs have voting rights and their own political parties? They serve on the Knesset, which is like our Congress, the Cabinet, and the Supreme Court, and they hold diplomatic positions? Do you realize that Arabs are active in Israeli music and arts, and they're active on the national soccer team? They are granted all fundamental civil liberties, including freedoms of religion, speech, and assembly, and have more civil rights than Arabs living in any other Middle Eastern country? We need to get ready to speak out. I could go on and on and on, but let me finish with this quote 
from Chaim Weitzman, president of the World Zionist Organization, later the first president of Israel. And he said this, Palestine must be built up without violating the legitimate interests of the Arabs. Palestine is not Rhodesia. 600,000 Arabs live there who before the sense of justice of the world have exactly the same rights to their homes as we have to our national home. Well, at this point, we've got to close. But let me just mention again, if your heart is resonating with mine and the heart of Messiah, please feel free to give us a gift to stay on the air. Call our phone number 8. 13831-5673. Email me at rabbi at heartofmessiah.org. May you have the heart of Messiah this day as you seek to strengthen your role as his disciple. Let's pray. Abba, Father, teach us your ways so that our hearts would be hearts of flesh and not of stone. May our words and actions always reflect the heart of Messiah, so that everyone who meets us will know that Yeshua is our Messiah and King. You are Messiah, Yeshua Mashiach, Lion of Judah, the God of Israel. Star General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.